Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. So, Michelle. Yeah. 43. Yes. That's the number of tabs that were open on my Safari browser right before we got ready to record the show. You know, you think that I'm going to, like, chastise you? I don't know how many tabs I have open in Chrome right now. They 50? Oh, I have another 37 Me in too. Oh, I have two, t- two Chrome screens. Well, one of them's for work, though. But oh, it also okay. has like 20 tabs, 25 tabs, or something like that. <laughs> so I'm just too scared to close them because I'll just never find them again. That, that's how I get too. I'm, I'm gl- this is so nice that I'm not alone in this. I was afraid that that's <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, uh, I I was right before I was starting the show. I was like, oh, I should try to like, you know, anytime I record anything, whether it's this show, which you know um, requires internet and stuff like that, or it's a uh, weekly spooky. I need to you know make sure the computer's not running too hard. Um, especially cause you know, uh, fan sounds, fan noise. Cause mm-hmm. I have a big, I have a huge 5k monitor computer. So I like to, you know, if I, if I basically close everything, but exactly what I'm using, then the fans don't make any sound cause mm-hmm. it's not using a lot of the system. So I was like getting ready to send you the, uh, the link to start the show. And then all of a sudden I look at it, I'm like, there can't, how can I have this many tabs? <laughs> so I started going through them and I was like, Oh my God, like three of them were just like a blank Google, you know, like I'm just on Google. Yeah. And I'm like, I must've really knew I'm going to search this one day. <laughs> um, so I was like, what, what? So I, <laughs> I closed like eight of them mm-hmm. and it bare, it barely made yeah. a dent. And yeah. then, and then I opened up Chrome cause Chrome is what I use our software on. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause it's more stable for it. And, there might have even been more. I started counting them and then I realized that I was wasting time and I needed to do the show because <laughs> today's been a little chaotic. Um, I, uh, I hate, to, I hate being negative. Um, so, uh, my goal was that on Monday of this week, I would have been, if, if I hadn't had taken a turn for the worse health wise, then I would consider it a sign I could start working, maybe not full-time, but close. Mm-hmm. I, of course, on Monday, had a turn for the worst health-wise. Like, at the, the last possible second, um, I got really lightheaded and then a little dizzy. Mostly mm-hmm. lightheaded, though. Not really dizzy. Um, which, similar to my not understanding what the hell uh, <laughs> shortness of breath means, I didn't understand what dizzy meant, apparently. Because I thought dizzy was lightheadedness. No, it's um, when you're dizzy. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. No, but I, I, because I've, I've been dizzy. Like I've had the room kind of turn a little and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just for whatever reason, my mind said that you know that dizzy is like a spectrum. But in reality, what I often describe as dizziness is actually lightheadedness. I guess. So, I guess I understand that. I'm, you know, very rarely dizzy. 
Yeah, me more, too. Definitely more lightheaded than well, dizzy. That's the other reason. Because I'm so rarely dizzy. Mm-hmm. When am I ever questioning it? You know? Yeah, except like I, when I get dizzy, you know, just like randomly or something, I'm, it scares the shit out of me. Because like I don't yeah. know why uh, the room is suddenly like turning a little. Like what's going on? That happens extremely rare to me. Although me too. I, but I had one time where I literally laid in bed and just watched the room turn. Mm-hmm. That was terrifying. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what the? You know what the weirdest part was? I don't know if you did this. I did this. I, I took my glasses off and closed my eyes and put my hand on my eye. Mm-hmm. And I could feel my eye out oh, of my really? control spinning. Oh, oh. And it creeped me out because I could feel it on my hand just moving. I'm like, stop. I control you. I. Yeah. I've always controlled, I've always controlled you. <laughs> and it just didn't care. That's, that's interesting. I'll <laughs> try that next time. <laughs> next time. All right. So, but no, so I got really lightheaded and a little dizzy. Um, like the dizziness came and went maybe two or three times, but the lightheadedness lasted like two hours. I laid down. I eventually started to feel better. Um, I did, you know what you do. I, I, I laid down, I put on a TV show and distracted myself. Mm-hmm. And then, and then every, just to be safe, cause I didn't know what was really called. Ca- I mean, I assume I know what's causing it, but I don't know what was going on. So I just, um, I, I basically, I was watching a TV show, you know, with commercials and everything old school, you know? And, uh, uh, every time there was a commercial break, it was like an hour long show. Every time there was a commercial break, I would sit up a little bit and I would take a, a nice gulp of water mm-hmm. and then lay back down. That way I was getting like a gulp of water every like 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I wasn't watching network television. I was watching Hulu. If it was network television, I would have drowned. But, uh, <laughs> you ever watch TV and just go, is it just commercial? It's like it's like Captain Crunch made their television station. Oops, all commercials. <laughs> I just when I'm watching like network television and stuff, like it's more like eh, I just kind of want to sit and read some manga for like an hour and then like watch little <laughs> snippets of TV. Occasionally, my head goes up and like, oh, it's back on. Yeah. Well, did I tell you? Um, I think I told you about this. Uh, Meyer, the grocery store chain, which we have out by me. Mm-hmm. They have, I think, the most brilliant commercial ever because most commercials, you know, one of the things that um, that has always annoyed me about like broadcast television is uh, commercials tend to be really loud when your show wasn't that loud. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it grabs your attention. I'm like, no, it just pisses me off that I have to turn my volume down and then back up. Meyer comes out with this freaking commercial when the pandemic starts where there's no sound. And it immediately makes me, no matter what I'm doing, stop and look at the TV Mm -hmm. to see what's going on. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that is some next level marketing. Yeah. Like, that's genius. Because every time that commercial comes on, I end up reading it. Because I'm like, what the? It's like the silence is like loud, Mm -hmm. you know? So... (laughs) Anyway, so I so uh, I had some issue on uh, on Monday, and now it's been two two days since then, and uh, I've been okay. Yesterday was fine. Today uh, I'm a little weak. My shortness of breath is still is still hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but today I got a lot done. Good. Um, I because today's a very busy day. Uh, I had to get up that alone you know big challenge uh, i had to get up and before my ailment um i was a morning person i like wake up and like leap out of bed no matter how little sleep i've gotten mm-hmm. and now it's just uh, yeah. uh just gonna do like five more minutes you know um so uh i got up out of bed i started doing a little work 
uh, I packaged and mailed out all of the pre-orders for the new babysitter massacre family splatters book. So, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, uh, and you ordered one, you probably either already received it or you will get it maybe even today. If you're listening the day this comes out. Um, but I got all of those. My goal for today very simple. Actually, not simple. The most com- one of the most complicated days I've had in a while. It was it was wake up, uh, mail the books, package and mail the books, uh, take a shower, uh, have lunch, uh, do the show with Michelle, and then when I'm done here, I have to go and get uh, pricked with the uh, the the COVID nineteen vaccine. So, uh, which by the way, I'm nervous because if I don't post on social media that I got it, will it even work? (laughs) I, I don't know. Uh, no, but (laughs) I did want to tell you, and I might as well tell you now, it looks like people who have had COVID have a stronger reaction to their first shot because you already had it. So it's, so your first shot is acting more like a booster than an initial thing so you may feel terrible again so I, I, you know and i appreciate you saying that and actually because right before we we went on the air on the air whatever right before we started recording <laughs> um i was about to say something like that to you mm-hmm. but then i was like but then i was like oh we should save it for on the air because i was gonna openly talk about getting the vaccine on here mm-hmm. so i've been my friends have been trying to uh, aside from you, apparently, have been trying to uh, tell me, like, don't worry, you know, oh, yeah. you know, I barely had any experience. I barely felt like my arm was just a little sore. And I told them all the same thing, which is like, I don't believe anything about anything when it comes to ailment feelings or recovery. Fe- like, I don't believe anything. Mm-hmm. And I fear absolutely nothing. So if I get the shot and then it makes me feel like really bad for a couple of days. That I'm so used to it, I just want to get it over with. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to sure. be done with it. And there's a high possibility. Uh, well, high possibility is a strong word. Basically, the only thing anyone thinks might be able to help me with my my long term COVID symptoms is the the this might help. The vaccine might help. Um. So, I mean, it's literally like so. Screw it. Like double gonna get it. You know, like I gotta go get it. So. Um, so I'm going today, like probably, and well, in a couple of hours from now, I'll be, uh, I'll be going there. Um, they let me schedule my appointment time. So I chose 420 cause I'm, you know, cause it's <laughs> nice, you know, cause there's no 69 o'clock. So I had to just choose 420. Yeah. You can't even do something 69 cause that's not a thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You can't even do 690 cause that's not a yeah. time either. <sighs> I'm sorry. We're we're so flawed as a society. But um <laughs> but no, so I'm going to go get the shot. Um I know that um where I am and in particular like really where I am, not just in my state but in my county. Um we have uh uh become much more liberal with who can get the shot earlier than everywhere else because in the state of Ohio now, uh, we're recording this before March 29th, but in the mm-hmm. state of Ohio on March 29th, the vaccine will become available to anyone 16 and older. So, and that's ahead of most places, not all, but most, um, but in my County, as of two days ago, (laughs) anyone 16 and older is allowed. We have two gigantic mass vaccination sites. We have one in, uh, downtown Dayton and one in green counties, 
uh, uh, service center, which I'm going to the green County one because it's in, I'm lame and it's in the suburbs. So I know I can get parking. Like, I mm-hmm. just- <laughs> so uh, I'm going to that one. Um, and they were the easiest to book digitally. Of course, though, I had initially planned to sign up with drug Mart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, drug Mart doesn't get back to me. And I'm like, oh man, like drug Mart's not getting back to me. And then I find out that like, that they have openings at the mass vaccination place. So I sign up and they're like, okay, we'll get you in Wednesday. Then drug Mart messages me on Monday and is like, would you like to come in tomorrow morning? And I'm like, well, not now. <laughs> I already booked it. Well, and I booked it with a friend. Um, mm-hmm. We both have, we both have 10 minutes apart on our vaccination. So we're going to go together. Mm-hmm. Which is just, it's just better for me. I would rather go with somebody else than go by myself. So, um, uh, yeah, it, you know, it is what, I mean, I want to get vaccinated. I don't have a problem with it. I do, I do want to say, and I don't, <laughs> I don't like to get political, but I'm going to be really political. No, um, I'm really, you know, every day you need to look for silver linings. And the silver lining I'm enjoying right now is my very, very, you know, kind of liberal Democrat friends becoming so pro big pharma. I'm really enjoying that because <laughs> I've always been okay with big pharma personally. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I'm a dyed the wool capitalist. Um, I mean, now, you know, how medications are prescribed and yada, yada, yada. That's a whole other conversation. And there's plenty of uh, reasoned arguments on both sides about, you know, is medicine overprescribed? Is it da, 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 whatever? But I have no problem with pharmaceutical companies in as a whole, personally. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to see people who literally have told me, like, that's stupid that you got a flu shot. Like, I don't, I've never had a flu shot and I never get the flu, are now like posting a picture with their friggin' sticker and they're just like, what's up? Check this out. And I'm like, oh my God, did you just put it over the I voted sticker? And uh, that on a shirt that you never wash or something like, you, it's like <laughs> I. <laughs> so it's it's just it's just funny because like um I hang out in a lot of like uh, uh man I'm being really personal today maybe it's because mm-hmm. I have a, I also have a headache I just and I knew it was gonna I was I, I want to mention that once the Excedrin kicks in boy this show's gonna get interesting um <laughs> i find excedrin is perfect because one of my symptoms is headaches and lethargy and excedrin has caffeine and aspirin mm-hmm. so yeah um but uh no i've noticed i hang out in a lot of like uh a- a- anarchist groups on youtube like or youtube on facebook like uh you know people who are not huge fans of the government uh and and uh Generally speaking, the sentiment towards vaccination is actually pretty positive. Okay. Their whole attitude uh, is they don't want anybody to be forced to, but then almost everybody's getting it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the interesting thing is the guys uh, who are on there, of course, they're guys. I mean, there's like three anarchist women on earth. Um, <laughs> but women are too busy caring about actual important things, not making memes about the Oh man, I can't, I'm not even supposed to say the boogaloo out loud anymore. So, whoops. Did you say it? I didn't say it though. You've been gaslit by the mainstream media. So, uh, (laughs) but, but no, uh, um, uh, yeah, making memes. No, but, um, but like most of the, the biggest thing is there are just people who are literally like, uh, the biggest argument is they're like, the vaccine's fine. I just don't want it because I'm not in a risk. I'm not in the risk case. That's their argument. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I, you know, I mean, one of the main reasons I want the vaccine was to avoid 
potential spreading it to my mother or my grandmother, et cetera, et cetera. But so I'm just saying like, they're not even that extreme in the anarchist group about like the vaccination. Yeah. So, um, but since we're here, do you want to put a, a bet on which vaccine they're going to give me? Cause there are three in play and you don't know till you get there. You don't know which one you're going to get. No, they tell you uh, when you get there. Um, I, I wanted to say Moderna, but I think it's Pfizer. You think it's going to be Pfizer? Yeah. Hold on. Let me, I got to write that down. Where's my, where's my, where's my post-it note? Um, distract them. I've got to find a pen. Uh, he's trying to find a pen. <laughs> I, Michelle acts like she's not sneaky, but she like whispers like that in the hope that the automatic camera won't cut back to her. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're, we're at three straight weeks where on YouTube, the show's thumbnail is only three options of you. And I, I don't understand. I, I'm pretty sure I talk less. There should be less of me to choose from. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. All right, Michelle, you said Pfizer? Yeah. Pfizer. Definitely. Pfizer. Okay. So if you're right, I'm going to give you $5. No. Five dollars. I should start. I wish we were like live so I could just start taking bets. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's the Johnson and Johnson. That way I only have to do it once. You're shaking your head. Get get the Pfizer one. (laughs) Well, I don't have any choice. I mean, I sort of, I could just say, well, I'm not taking, I'm not doing it. And then I could come back later and hope for a different one. Or you could go and ask Drug Mart what they're doing. I believe that it is you find out when you get there. You can ask them. They have to get shipments of stuff. That's true. You know? It's not like. I don't. You have such a hatred towards the the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. No, I, I don't. I just know someone who's part of the trial. So. The the trial? Yeah, the Johnson & Johnson. And did they, what? Did they catch on fire or something? No, it just wasn't managed very well. But we shouldn't talk about that because I don't <laughs> No, I just... We might be committing federal crimes. Yeah, let's not do that. But, um... (laughs) No, I just... I just... I don't, like... I think that they're all probably comparably, like, will give you the same kind of immunity. But since the Johnson & Johnson one was done... Trial was done later, it looks like it gives you less immunity, and I don't want it. Want the one that looks like it gives you 95% or 94%. Even though it's not true? But it might be true. We don't know that. Because it's not like it's not like we didn't find out that that wasn't true. We're just assuming that wasn't well, true. The Johnson and Johnson seventy percent—that's the global rating, by the way, not the American rating. But it's not seventy percent. Oh, what is it? It's like sixty something. I well, then maybe the American one is seventy. Seventy, yeah, seventy-two or seventy-three or something. Now I want to know. But uh, from what I read, the efficacy of the other ones was probably overestimated. Yeah, you're probably right, but it would still make me feel better than the, you know, like when your car and says that you're going 65, but really you're going 60. I don't want to know the real number. I want to know the good number. <laughs> that's that's oh, I'm right. That's the name of the episode. I don't want to know the real number. I want to know the good number. That's funny. Or is it the other way around? I don't remember. I think it's, you got it right. 
Okay, good. Because I don't even like remember how I said that. So it's okay. You done good. So, um, seventy two percent in the U.S. Okay, but what about worldwide? Sixty six. Okay. Um. But yeah, they're they're mentioning that the trial was done after there were more variants. Right, exactly. So I understand that, but I still am not happy about it. It still doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> I disregard your reality and substitute my own. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Mythbusters. Yeah. Um, did you watch you watch Mythbusters, right? Mm-hmm. I um I am an, uh, recently became an avid watcher of um of um BattleBots, you know, which used to be Robot uh-huh. Wars. And uh, they dedicated the um, the uh, rookie award to Grant Imahara. So now, so now it's not just the rookie award; it's the Grant Imahara rookie award for BattleBot. Cool. That made me really happy to see. Mm-hmm. I was not, I was not prepared for him to pass away yeah. suddenly. Um, he's a cool dude. So <laughs> I'm glad I'm keeping things positive. Mm-hmm. Um, to be frank, I have kind of a pounding headache. I'm sorry. And I'm kind of tired and I got to drive to a place and get stuck and then maybe feel worse for a night or so. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. I, I really don't care. I mean, like, that's the thing I tried to explain to like my friends who were like trying to reassure me. Thank you for not being one of those, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you, I think I cut you off. So continue. Mm, no, go ahead. It makes you feel better like that. I'm not worried at all about getting it. Like, I don't care. I mean, I don't want to, I heard some people throw up. I don't want to do that, but anything else, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I can't go to work for a day. Who cares? I'll just sit on my couch. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing that for almost two months, barely working and sitting on my couch. I fear nothing. Um, I hope that I don't throw up because I haven't thrown up Mm -hmm. from actually being sick. Yeah. So it seems unlikely. Yeah, but Yeah. Yeah, you would think. You'd think not. What if you don't have any reaction at all? I would love that. But what if that means that this thing that you have isn't COVID? It's like... <sighs> if you... I I know that you like to pretend that you're the best at having um, hypochondria <laughs> of the two of us. But ev- because of the way I've been health-wise... Everything that happens to me scares me. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's not your fault. But like, I need you to know that I like bruised the side of my body. Like mm-hmm. I hit, I must have walked into something or something. And one night when I was going to bed, I don't remember hurting it. I took mm-hmm. a deep breath and felt a pain in my side and became convinced I must have a tumor. Uh-huh. And that that's why I'm so sick is because mm-hmm. of this tumor that's right in my ribs. And sure. then it just healed. Because it was just a bruise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure you had COVID, so I wouldn't worry. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I'm getting vaccinated and I'm getting better. Uh-huh. Um, if I wasn't getting better, if I was still like, you know, if I was still just as bad as I was a month and a half ago, I would be really worried. Um, like super worried. Um, but I mean, I've still, I've been speaking to, you know, my, my, uh, my mother's doctor and then my, my friend doctor and... You know, they seem pretty confident that yeah, I yeah. should just rest until I feel better. Mm-hmm. Yay, solutions. Um, mm. <laughs> so, oh, but uh, that's one thing I want to mention, though, is um, so, yeah, my, my area is vaccinating people like crazy. And I felt terrible because I didn't realize that apparently the, the, the vaccine's kind of hard to come by where you are. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, especially yeah. Then parts. Well, the parts of PA are having trouble getting the doses that are allotted. I don't quite understand what's going on, and I know that like all the counties, my county and the counties around me have been like bothering like the governor and been like, "Can you can you guys help us? Like we need help." And you know they're just like, "I don't know, we're trying or something." Um, <laughs> Because, like, counties that are smaller and have less populations have gotten, like, a higher per capita vaccine. Like, we don't know what's going on. Um, so, like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. They're still just vaccinating, like, healthcare workers and wow. people above 65. And they're not doing a good job with that. So, I think last time I looked, it was like they had done a third of what they needed to do. Oof. So, but, uh, yeah. And it sucks because Philly is doing fine. Mm-hmm. And they weren't at the beginning. But, eh. yeah. They figured it out. So I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that because I'm shocked how well we're doing mm-hmm. with it. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I'm nervous about how massive this mass vaccination site is going to be because of the sheer number of appointments I saw available when I was signing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like 70, but that was like, that was like five days ago. So, I mean, I'm just saying like, I'm guessing they see a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, well, hopefully you get your prick soon. It's not, it's not happening. Like it's, there's just, there's not, there's really like no chance of it happening anytime soon. Like I don't like something would drastically have to change or I would have to lie about something. Like there's not, there's not really a way that, you know. Well, I know that here, uh, there was a big, well, not, not in Dayton, but in Ohio, because uh, Cincinnati, for a hot minute, they they were struggling to vaccinate everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of people were going to Kentucky to get it, um, and then being turned away, even though they had been told <laughs> that they were allowed to go to Kentucky to get it. Yeah. Um. So, be- well, that's what made it a a controversy was that like they had checked and mm-hmm. been told like, yeah, there's no reason you can't go there and and schedule the vaccine. And then when they got there and showed their Ohio ID, they're like, you got to leave, you can't do it here, and they're like, what? <laughs> so you know. It'd be one thing if it was a scam, but when it's a scam that doesn't work out, then it's news. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's – I don't know. I mean, I don't want to – I didn't want to make this the vaccine show, uh, but it is somewhat exciting. And I'm excited about the technology that's been invented to make the vaccines. That's the other thing that oh, – I don't want the Johnson & Johnson one that I'm totally getting because basically PA has already told me I'm getting it. Um <laughs> I like I like the RNA vaccines because it's cool and I learned about them and I like them. So, oh yeah, what's Johnson and Johnson's? I don't know. It's something else. They just do. They're they're just not, they're not they're not super advanced. They're just doing stuff. Sorry, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> man, you're pretty mean to J and J, man. I I like Johnson and Johnson, and they they're not going to sue me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not right now. They're too busy. You know, yeah. helping vaccinate. So, well, that, that was something I want to mention, by the way. In America, we are we've been really obsessed with the the two dose methodology because mm-hmm. I know in England when they struggled with having too few doses, they moved to giving people half doses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and found like- that it was almost exactly as effective. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised that we haven't initiated that in places where they're struggling. Give them a half a dose, and then as soon as you can get more to them, give them the other dose. Um. I'm st- I'm just surprised that they that we haven't instituted that places. I I'm not surprised honestly cuz it's that's it's like iffy and you know that like really hasn't been tested that way. And so, also because that would be a solution. 
And why, yeah, would they, why would they waste their time coming up with solutions? I don't know if that's a good solution. Like a, I mean, it's a working better, in England. Yeah, but it's, they're using a different vaccine, too, usually. They're using mostly using AstraZeneca, right? I'd have to double check. They're doing, they're using AstraZeneca, Oxford AstraZeneca. <laughs> Michelle uh, uh, listens to a lot of NPR. Um. <laughs> it's important to be informed. <laughs> so, but yeah, so, um, you know, and I, I'm, you know, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. I'm looking forward to hopefully this reducing my, my troubles, my health troubles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm looking forward to being able to spend time with my mother. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll get shot today and then they'll give me an appointment in two weeks and then I'll get shot again. And then two weeks after that, I'll be fully vaccinated. So, so I'm about a month away, roughly give or take. Isn't one of them three weeks and then it's like another month before you're all done. Um, I can't remember. Johnson and Johnson is a month from injection. Okay. Is your full, is your full, whatever that's, or at least that's what I read. None of what we're saying is health advice, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, the best advice I have, uh, for, for you health wise is run, run as fast as you can. That's the only advice I would ever give that would probably save someone's life. So, uh, but um anyway to to pull off of that for a minute um Michelle is uh uh trying to ruin my life with an anime. No. No. I, oh, you're not. No. It was an accident. Michelle's been showing me Wonder Egg Priority. No. Uh, <laughs> Which is an anime that I thought looked really fun, but apparently it's turning out not so good. Yes, it's not. It's 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 just like it's just really sad. First of all, because there's all these production problems because it's like a super young staff, and they like wanted to do it like really keep it really small. And but everybody who works on it is doesn't is kind of inexperienced, and it's during a pandemic, so it's just like not going super smoothly. I think we lost an entire episode. That just became a recap episode. Like, cause we thought maybe they'd like tack it on another one on at the end. And they're like, no, 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 next week is the last episode, even though we're, we're losing an entire episode now. So that's not good. And then it just keeps doing stuff. Then it's just like, why do we have all of these twists? There's only one episode left. How are you going to wrap this up? What are we going to do? So I'm just really upset because this is the first time. Like, I've heard about all the times where people have been like, wow, this is the best thing ever. And then, like, it gets to the end and they just, it gets destroyed <laughs> by something. But this is the first time I've, I've had to do it with everyone. So I feel like sad. And it's not over. So maybe it's not going to suck, but it's not, it's not going to be like a masterpiece, in my opinion. Okay. Well, I mean, thanks for selling it. So you're, you're welcome. So strongly. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is wait till it's finished to watch it go in with lower expectations. It's animated beautifully. Um, and, uh, Henrik, we should not continue to watch it. Do you actually want to just stop watching it? Um, I don't know. Like I, I like want to <laughs> show you something that like, w- that you'll be like, wow, I like this, this enriched my life in a way. I don't want to show you something that's like, Let's, cool. let's be real. It's cool. not, you don't want to show me something so I can be like, wow, this has enriched my life. You want me to watch something and be like, wow, I validate your choices. 
Well, I mean, I don't want you to go like, that's terrible. Why did we watch this? <laughs> like, unless you want to watch the second season of The Promised Neverland, because that's terrible. But it's it's terrible in so many ways that it might be educational. <laughs> I mean, that's a sale. Uh, you're selling yeah. it. You're selling it pretty strong right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> poor Michelle. If, if you guys don't truly you're just getting a taste of how michelle's uh uh neuroses about anime works (laughs) sometimes i'm like i'm so glad i watch anime with michelle and then sometimes i'm like i'm so sorry i watch anime with michelle for michelle i'm so sorry for her so it's so hard (laughs) but uh well i i've been enjoying it so far so maybe they'll maybe they'll stick the landing yeah, in one episode, they're suddenly going to do the thing, and then, oh my god, everything's going to be fine or really bad, however they want to end it. And then, it's all going to make sense, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that we're both, um, so full of optimism, jeez. I mean, I'm sitting here like, like, I will take the shot, if I die, I die. And then you're here like, yeah, right, like, this anime's really going to turn around, I wish I were dead. <laughs> I mean, that's at least how your voice sounds. Yeah, there. I figured. <laughs> you know, when I do impressions, I have like eight voices and my mind just picks one. <laughs> so, I feel like I'll be telling a story I'm like, and then my mom, my mom says, you need an oil change before you go. You know, it's like, that's not her voice. I don't mm-hmm. or not even vaguely her voice. What am I doing? So, um, <laughs> well, hell, uh, So, um, we've gotten some comments. I meant to bring this up mm-hmm. about the fact that you weren't aware of egg sushi. Yeah, I figured. I figured. We did. We got a couple yeah. of comments about that. Yeah. So when are you going to have egg sushi, Michelle? I don't know, man. Like, when am I going to do anything? Like, I debated door dashing egg sushi to you while we were recording so you would hear the door. <laughs> I should have done that. Uh, it's just expensive as hell to yeah. door dash you sushi. Yeah. But I really wanted to do that. That's okay. I don't know why I don't know about egg sushi. Like, I, I don't know because I'm not very cultured. <laughs> but you know, like, everything about Japan. <sighs> <laughs> what I remember, am i wrong yeah i mean yeah well, but <laughs> i mean you know all the sad things about japan that's a better way to put it mm. like things mm. related to anime yeah there you go <laughs> um i don't know i guess i guess i'm just a really bad person that's your answer to everything michelle that's because it's true i don't like, know that that's true yeah it's true How's that true? How is it not true? Everything name, that I do is bad. Name one bad thing you've done. All all of them? That's that's literally the opposite of the question. Name one bad thing, so then you name all bad things? That doesn't work. Name one bad thing you've done. I don't know. How can you not name one bad thing if they've all been bad? Um, I crossed the street not at the crosswalk. When? All the time. That doesn't sound true. Yeah, it is. Maybe. Uh, did you look both ways? Yes. I rest my case. Sorry, Michelle. 
That one, that one did not work. Do you want to try again? No. No? No. <laughs> All right. Well, until, until you can present some more evidence to the court, I'm afraid we're going to have to find you a nice person. What if I just don't want to tell you about all the bad things because they're too bad? Well, that would suggest a level of morality that would push me toward believing you were a good person. I mean, what if I know they're bad, but I can send you to do them, but I don't want to tell you because it's embarrassing. Well, the way you cocked your head after you said that means you're lying. So, uh, (laughs) so I'm going to go with that's a lie. Okay. It was more, it wasn't, it wasn't a, it was more of like a hypothetical situation. (laughs) Which means it's not true. Which means it's not true, Michelle. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. Well, what about the time that you sent me balloons on my birthday when I was really depressed because of lockdown? That was really mean. Yeah. How was that mean? That was like the nicest thing ever. I, it was an accident. You made me cry. See? There you go. Tears of joy. Fine. Um, oh, uh, before we get out of here, I want to mention, speaking of tears of joy made me think of this. Uh, I have had my Christmas lights up since May or June of 2020. I've had Christmas lights up. I took them down to put up Halloween lights in October, but then I took those down and put the Christmas lights back up because you mentioned to me. And then I saw news stories about people putting up Christmas lights as a sign of hope during the pandemic to try to like, you know, not feel so pandemic-y. And, uh, I loved it because you know how much I love Christmas and how much I love Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. I was going to eventually take them down, but they just, they make me smile. And I know that that's, but it's weird. Like people, I've noticed people looking at the house at night because the lights are up. Um, and I have like, and I have big gaudy blinking lights, you know, I don't go halfway. Mm Mm-hmm. But the other day I got a, uh, I got a note from my neighbor and now I wish I had actually had the note in front of me. Oh, um, but I, I took a picture of it. I want to read this if I can find it. Um, because this speaking of being moved to tears. So, um, I, I, I was, uh, I actually was home when this note got delivered to the house, but they thought I was gone because a friend was borrowing my car. But uh, all the notes said it was a, it was a thank you card in an envelope taped to my front door or to my screen door. Uh, and it said, dear neighbor, I want to thank you for the lights on your house this past year. From my windows, they look like a beacon of hope during the, this hard year. You're the best, your neighbor. And I don't want to read her. You know, I don't want to be Aww. rude, but she put her name and then her house number, um, which really she's nice. the house across the street and to the right of me. Mm-hmm. Um, which means, and I know of her, she's like this very sweet older lady who's married, has a older child. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, they're very friendly, very sweet, but they keep to themselves mostly. Um, in fact, my only interaction with her was when I first got Chicano, he ran away from me one time. He thought we were playing in the front yard. So he ran across the street and I had to go grab him. 
And uh, I ran over and scooped him up. And Chicano was not a small dog. People think because Henwolf looks so big that Chicano is small. But Chicano is like five pounds less than Henwolf. He is a 55-pound dog. So I scooped him up like a baby. And he's just all like, what the heck? You know, all big pile of fluff. And as I was walking by, she just got out of her house. So I smiled at her because I'm like carrying this dog. And the lady said, kids, right? And I said, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I just want to say um, – Number one, that was, you know, such a sweet thing. And it really moved me yeah. that, to be thanked. And number two, I don't know if the lights are ever coming down now. <laughs> the funny thing is, I think what might have precipitated her writing the note was um, my the sensor that I used oh, to turn right. my lights on. It mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. And I had to wait a couple of days for a replacement. But... I was also debating just taking them down because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's March. Uh, So I was going to just take the lights down. But when I got that note, I was like, I literally like uh, went out to the hardware store and bought a new one and just plugged it in. And the lights were back up after two days of being off. So Mm -hmm. (sighs) I guess my point is you never know, uh, you know, what you might be doing for other people, Michelle. You, not me. I'm not doing anything for other people. You've done lots of nice things. Why does it pain you so much that you might just be a nice person? Because it's just not true. And it's better not to believe in things that aren't true. First of all, I've never known that to be accurate. (laughs) That's number one. Didn't you believe in Santa Claus when you were a kid? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Wasn't that fun? what is that stranger breaks into your house mm-hmm. what'd you do you heard i yourself? just hit my uh cord that connects my headphones to my computer and it tugged on my ears so can't take you anywhere thanks for listening you can email us at this show is awkward at gmail.com or go to awkward or whatever see you next time <laughs>